At recent APSCO event I attended, one of the excellent speakers was talking about how marketing had changed, how AI was uh, impacting everybody everywhere, and obviously the World Wide Web, 25 years old this year, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, um, and what a difference that makes. Now, for many of us, that produces fantastic advantages, particularly um, for smaller organisations. And, you know, that's, that's SMEs of all sorts of size. When it comes to getting our brand and message out there. Now, <laughs> I am sure all of you listening to this podcast have a shiny new website or are in the process of getting a shiny new website or have something there online. However, it's not just about your website. It's about how you leverage all of the things that you do. So that's the topic of today's podcast. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Recruitment, Marketing and Sales Podcast. An obsessive focus on marketing and sales is the only way to accelerate your agency growth. So listen in now as we share the latest strategies and techniques guaranteed to deliver you more placements and profit. Well, hi there, everyone. This is Denise from Superfast Recruitment with the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast. And today, um, we are going to talk more about leverage and getting your message out there. Because if there's one thing that recruiters, it's fundamental that they do today, it's to be continuous in what they do and to get their message out consistently more and more and more. As I always say to people, I've never known anyone create more success by doing less. So that's the topic of today's podcast, which we'll get into in a second. Um, however, if you're new here, welcome. Uh, really pleased to have you. Great, you founders. If you haven't been over to the Superfast Recruitment website, please do. Just Google Superfast Recruitment and it will appear. Um, go and check out the, the other blogs. And I think this is something like Podcast 182 or something like that. So plenty of things there for you to digest. We've got some different reports. And if you haven't yet audited your marketing, really good time to do this. You know, I am recording this um, at the beginning of July. And, um, you know, for many of us, it's, you know, it's, it's, we're halfway through the calendar year. I know for the Aussies that listen to this, you're just starting a new financial year. And it's a really good time to audit where you are, where you want to go, and just assess what's going on. So if you haven't downloaded the checklist, please do print it off. And um, there's, there's questions 1 to 30 that you can, uh, that you can fill out. And uh, just go to superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash MCL in lowercase. So let's get into the topic of today's podcast. So the world of uh, marketing your recruitment business has changed drastically over the last few few years. And, and I'm, I'm tempted to say beyond recognition, because I remember writing my first blog post 
for a recruitment company back in the day, and that was probably about 13, 14 years ago. Um, so things have changed. And um, since then, obviously, we've, you know, we've created training programs and all sorts of different things. But really, the way that you can leverage your brand and your message, particularly as a smaller organisation, when I say that, that's as an, an SME, has just really uh, grown exponentially. Because the thing is, you need to do that in today's market because more and more organisations, uh, you know, as the economy, I won't say booming, <laughs> let's just say moving in the right direction, uh, appreciate the value that, you know, uh, an experienced recruitment can, can bring for them and how recruiting the best talent, you know, moves the business forward. And of course, candidates are much more savvy now than they ever were. And they they get the advantage that a recruiter can offer them because, you know, they have a bigger network, they're more connected, they can get out to more people. Um, so there's all this sort of thing that can happen. Obviously, they appreciate you have insider information and specialist contacts about, about knowledge in their sector. So, as a recruiter in today's market, you don't need me to tell you it's more competitive than ever. Um, I can quote data in the, in the UK. There's now well over 40,000 recruitment companies and growing at a rapid rate still. It's it's very similar in other markets. I know we have a lot of people from the US listen to this podcast as they do from Australia and from Europe. It's a similar situation. It always happens when you're in a in an economy that's moving and you're in a skill short market. So, you know, it's not as easy as it as it used to do. So that's why now is the time to break through the noise of your competitors. So, you know, imagine you've got a great piece of well-written, thoughtful content about your service and you want to use it for promotion. Now, back in the day, and as I alluded to not long ago, you could just build your brand using one platform and that would be your, your shiny new website, uh, your recruitment website. But, you know, the world's changed. Your competitors now um, are probably more specific than they've ever been and specialist around the sectors that they serve. So you've got people vying to dominate your sector. Let's just say that you're a commercial re- re- recruiter based in St. Albans. There's probably two or three others around you that also want your business. So just having that one, I call it a conversion mechanism, your website just isn't going to cut it anymore because it's just one distribution channel. And uh, and years ago, when you Googled, you know, recruitment companies in St. Albans or whatever that might be, I'm using that as an example, there would probably be only one or two that would pop up. There's probably now a dozen that would. And there's other things that will appear like LinkedIn profiles, LinkedIn company pages, Facebook pages, Twitter. There's so many other different things that will appear here that you know really I won't say confuse people but just give people more choice so that's why it's so important to promote what you do and do it in multiple ways on multiple channels now the good thing is that with the current uh, marketing arena that we're we're living in, the current time that we're living in, uh, it's never been easier and it's never been more cost effective. I remember years ago when, you know, you, you, you had to print something and post it out. Yes, I am that old. Um, whereas nowadays, you know, you can jump onto social media. A lot of it is free. You can share your content. You can post multiple times a day. You can do some very inexpensive paid advertising. And your brand message really, really does get out of that. It does get out there. 
Now, there's a lot of data which suggests that a potential customer, now whether that's a candidate or a client, um, needs to engage with you up to seven times before they're likely to actually buy your service. Now, in fact, I was listening to a webinar recently from HubSpot and they were sharing different data. That, and, and I think it's probably true that if you're trying to take somebody from cold to sold, then it's probably going to be a lot more, it's going to be a lot more than seven contacts. It's, you know, the fact that they see you on social media half a dozen times and then they might get some emails from you and then they might get a video and then somebody might refer to you or somebody might share your content. So, you know, it can be up to sort of 20, 30 times touch points that they have with you before they actually decide to start to, to start working with you. Now, of course, that is the beauty, and I think I mentioned it in a previous podcast, about using content in your marketing because you can leverage your content time and time again so that that person that needs to, you know, have have some experience of you more than half a dozen times can do that with content that you have. And all that time, it's it's building that, that trust gene up for them about you and your service and how you might help them. So let's just share a little bit about social channels, um, website traffic, SEO and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, we live in a knowledge world. Still, we live in a knowledge world. And often that is that is fueled by Google, too. So, you know, we expect to be able to um, jump onto line and Google anything and get get an answer. You know, as as I'm recording this, we've just had the Women's World Cup and all the different players. I'm Googling to find out where they live, who do they play for. And uh, fascinating because it's just like, you just don't even think now, do you? Just jump onto Google and you can do that. And it's the same when it comes um, to B2B marketing and when people are out, have got questions inside their head about changing their career or building the team, they jump online. So that's why it's important to, uh, to to consider this when you're planning out your marketing. Now, there are lots of different software options out there that can help you. Um, SEO is something that I would recommend that you consider um, because people search on keywords and phrases, so um, a bit like having a filing cabinet. Uh, this is a very, <laughs> this is a very simple explanation. So I'm getting SEO gurus out there send me a nasty email. I'm just being simple about it here. So if you imagine your um, the World Wide Web is like a, a big filing cabinet, and if you've got words and phrases on your website, um, then uh, then obviously Google and all its spiders can help you actually. Um, appear. So if someone's looking for interview skills for, you know, uh, let's just say, you know, manufacturing um, employees or something like that, and you've ha- happened to have those keywords and phrases in your website, um, then there's a fair chance, obviously, it's a little bit more complicated than that, that people might find you, particularly if it's a, if you're a local organization and people Google within a, within a specific area. So like I say, you know, there's lots of software that can help you that way. Um, if you've not got Google Analytics on your website and Google Search Console, strongly recommend that you do, because that will give you a steer on what people are searching for. Um, if you use Google itself, um, then obviously you can you can you, you put a search phrase in. Um, it will actually come up with other related searches at the bottom of the page. You can use a, a really cool tool like SEM Rush that helps you with with SEO too. So all of those things is a great start to to make sure that the content on your website has keywords and, and phrases. Um, I would also suggest where you can. So I I've alluded to a comment 
hear about you know the world cup i'm cool with it it's a podcast you know i do my podcasts every week but you know if you are writing you know text-based content for your for your website then um the, the more evergreen it is the better so what we mean by evergreen as a, as the name implies is that your content um can be used at any point in time it's not time specific so if you're talking about you know the latest president being elected or whatever you know that's going to go out of date or the latest facebook change that might go out of date too but if you you're actually looking at you know classic classic content about around building high performing teams around uh, you know what what your candidates really really value and that is information on how to perform well at an interview how to you know write the perfect cv that's going to stand out all of that you know how to have interview confidence all of those things are what goes on inside the you know a candidate or a client's mind and if you are creating that content that is awesome because it is incredibly leverageable i'm going to come on to that in a second about how you can do that you can keep using it time and time again because the thing is you can reuse your content time and time and time again we we advocate using different social media tools that help you actually share and distribute your content so and i'm a great believer that when um when the the, the student is ready the teacher appears so if you are sharing something about building your your career as a you know as a as a tech star if you you're amazing you want to build your career however um that hasn't been on your radar for a while but suddenly it is um then you know that that piece of content that you read or see is going to make a difference for you now if you were a recruiter that shares that once and i know a lot of people put a blog post on their website and then they expect miracles to happen I wish they would but they don't you have to share it and get your content in front of people because then you are providing a service for people when they actually need it as I you know as I just suggested that not everybody is there and needs information on different elements of the recruiting process or different elements of you know growing their career all at the same time it's at different times so you know share that content continue don't just share it once or twice keep keep sharing it doesn't matter if it's been written you know 5 years ago let let's be honest about it when it comes to uh, being great in an interview is there an awful lot that's changed in the last few years I don't think so. Yeah, there might be some new personality profiling tools, but when it comes to other things, things are very similar to how they were then. So that's how you can leverage your content time and time again. Here's something else that's important too, uh, and I, I, th- I think it's about making it personal because for many of you, you know, often people come to us and say, well, you know, I'm in a candidate-driven market, uh, Sharon or Denise, and uh, I don't want content for my clients. I strongly disagree with that because um, you need both sides of the coin. A, it demonstrates to your clients as well, well, these guys really know recruitment because they really know how to work with, with candidates. I wonder if they can find some for us. But, you know, let's, let's be frank about it. You never know whether something might come out of the woodwork and that great client that you thought was totally bought into you um, leaves the company, leaves the company that they're working with currently and suddenly there you are and they were your one contact and before you knew where you are, suddenly you don't have that client anymore. We were talking to a good client of ours the other day who's just done a business analysis and... Um, 
she's realized that you know she's getting the bulk of her business from literally two or three clients and obviously that puts her in a vulnerable position so that's why it's really important to make sure that you are always you can never have too many clients <laughs> that's my view and i think it's the view of most people in uh, in in business as well so you know think about um you need to be thinking about content for candidates and content for clients as well um I like to think about rinse and repeat. So, you know, things that you do once, you can do time and time and time again. Um, so it, it's thinking about the content that I have, how do I make um, make the most of it? So, you know, after all, you took time to create that content. For many of you, I know that that do write your own content, it's not the easiest process for you. It's, it invariably falls off the bottom of your to-do list. And I totally get that because you're thinking okay I've got this new job that that's come in it's a great job it's at a 25% fee I'm going to make a, a killing on this versus should I write a blog post about writing a CV I totally get that however you know that you know both are important that um, you know you've spent your time creating something then use it and use it time and time again and the only way you're going to do that is by having a plan alternatively you know a lot of people outsource their their writing content to people that understand recruitment people like ourselves you know we have a lot of clients that we we write for in all sorts of different different sectors um, and we strongly obviously we do this a lot for them but we strongly encourage them to reuse what they've got and sometimes what we do for them is we even like tweak it a bit if we've if we start working with somebody and, and we see that they've already got some content we say okay so let's use this first of all and then let's continue and use this because there's so many ways that you can utilize the content that you have the videos that you have the recordings that you have and people just don't think about it because they think oh somebody's seen it once trust me they haven't. <laughs> they may have seen it, but they'll have forgotten about it. And uh, and again, it's about producing that content and putting it in front of them when they know, most need it. Now, I want to just cover something that's important too, is that remember um, potential customers. Now, for, for you guys, obviously, that's your candidates and clients are probably going to view everything on your website, everything about you multiple times before they buy into your service or product or whatever that, you know, we call it a recruitment product, whatever you want to do, you know, and it's really common. <laughs> I know because I am that person. I know lots of other people are too. And um, we've had a couple of people say, I've been binging on your podcasts for the last six months before I decided to pick up the phone. Um, and it's common for people to binge on content too. So make sure you've got things, and I'm talking about content on your website for them to go and access and, uh, and that can be used time and time again. And, you know, like I do on this podcast every time, um, I will direct you to go and download a report of ours. Currently, it's the marketing checklist, you know, in a few months' time. It might be a new webinar that we create or something like that. So it's like, you know, it's pushing your people, it's pushing people to, to, to consume what you have time and time again. Because again, you know, don't assume that saying things once, um, that that will hear you. For those of you, for those of you that have children, I know you'll understand exactly where I'm coming from when I say that. Now, there's a few more things to cover here, one of which is, you know, people talk about leverage and, um, you know, how often shall I be sharing uh, on, on social media? Now, my experience is that 
Um, you are never going to achieve more by doing less. And I know different people have different views on it. My view is that the more you share, the more opportunity you have in uh, being in front of your market at different times. So, you know, often people, when we first start, you know, with, with social media with them and we're talking to them about social media, they'll go, well, it seems to, we seem to be posting a lot a day. But you have to remember that you are connected to everyone else in your organisation. So you will be seeing content. It doesn't mean your client is sitting on social ma- media waiting to see your content because unfortunately they are not and the way that you know all the algorithms work when it comes to social media is different things are shown to different people at different times so just because you've posted once in a day or once every couple of days it does not mean that your clients or candidates are going to see it that is why we always advocate posting many times a day and there's something around filtering as as well, and uh, the, there's a well-known uh, thing that goes on in our brains and uh, and works incredibly well, and that's the reticular activating system, and that is where you know when you are looking for something, then it's more likely that you see it. So you know you, you'll have had that experience where you know you suddenly get a new car or you're looking at different car colours, and then everywhere you look, you'll see the same colour of car or you'll see the same brand of car it's because it's been been raised into your awareness now imagine if you have you know a question about email campaigns or or uh, you know something around sequencing your marketing or writing proposals or whatever you are going to your mind the way that we work you are going to be filtering for that so that's why it's important to be continually sharing what you have because you know this is the way that our brains work which a lot of people don't think are aware of that and that is one of the reasons why you know we suggest that people post multiple times a day it's based on scientific evidence about what 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 your individual clients and candidates are looking for and how they filter for information now i'm going to talk some techie geek jargon here for you we're probably training geek jargon and that's about something called modalities And modalities are around how we access information. So some of us are more visually preferenced. We like a nice image or we like to watch a video. Some of us are more audio preferenced. um, So we might listen to a a podcast. Um, Some of us, um, you know, like to read. Some of us like to do an element of all of them. So that is why often you'll find on our website um, that, so you'll go, if you go along to the Superfast Recruitment website, you'll be able to get a transcription of this actual podcast because I know some people like to read. And uh, we've had a lot of positive feedback. So people, so often I'll say, look, you know, bear in mind, this is a transcription, excuse any rogue typos, um, but, you know, go and knock yourself out and read it. And often people will flick through and read it fast and then they'll listen to it because, oh, I want to listen to that again. Because people know that there's a few other little bits that I might embellish with on a a podcast. And what we will also do is, um, for many of you, if you're on LinkedIn, you'll see that, you know, Sharon posts different videos. We're going to do some more YouTube videos. But we'll also strip out the audio and we'll put that into a podcast so other people can find it on iTunes. So one piece of content can be leveraged multiple ways. Now here's something, I'll let you into a little secret that we do as well, is we'll also grab elements from that um, 
that that written piece of communication and we might add it so this morning I used some of the introduction summary from one of our podcasts and uh, that's on our website and I just shared it on LinkedIn and I've had something like 500 views of it already and that's in like a space of like five or six hours and you can do that because it's really easy to copy and paste because you write a blog post then you record it you record it on a video you record it on a podcast and you can even do little sound bites from it so you know there may be certain comments that I might make or Sharon might make this isn't an egotistical thing and then we put it on a meme because everyone loves a good meme don't they and uh, you know because they're visually appealing people stop and read them and it's just little sound bites that might be able to help your market there's a couple of um recruiters over in australia on facebook that we follow and they do this incredibly well just little sound bites and little sound bites and little tips that uh, that can really help their market in how they uh, they communicate you know different you know career tips and different recruiting tips for people here's something else um, and I've said this a few times that um, I think a, a few weeks ago I recorded a podcast about uh, email, which email campaigns to use and the fact that, you know, bots and, and SMS texts are, are all the rage and really, really great and useful. However, people are still opening emails. I have a couple of clients that I know that if I send them an email, I'll get a response. Whereas if I try and call them, I won't because they're just too busy to pick up the phone at that point in time. But they'll bang a quick email off off to me later on um, later on that 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 evening. So emails really really key. Now, one of the services we provide. And I'm I'm saying this not to say come and buy our services. I'm saying this to use this this yourself. Is that um, send an email to your list to your database when you've written a blog post? Really, really simple, you know. And I know some people listening to this podcast have like databases of like ten, twenty, thirty thousand people um, on their list. Maybe candidates. Some of, some of them have like you know large numbers of clients too, or potential clients, prospects. So you know, send out an email. And you know, you may be listening to this podcast now, because you've received our weekly email. And you know, most times, I think there's the occasional like two or three times a year, I think last last week, because we weren't, weren't around for various reasons. um, An email didn't go out. but, But as a general rule, you know, probably 40 to 50 emails will go out from Superfast every single um, week of the year and it alerts people to to content and and in that content will be an offer Um, I will talk about you know how we could help you Um, it's all done very low-key very very ethically and then when people are ready they get in contact with us now imagine if you were doing that consistently with your um with your with your database what a difference that would make with your content you've already said you know can share it on facebook you can share it on linkedin you can create a video you can create a podcast you can create memes and you can use it as an email so all of these ways multiple ways that you can promote your content sell your content that subliminally is well not just subliminally but is also selling your service too and this gives people a reason to they'll find out more about you they'll start to connect with you and they'll start to think well hang on a minute here maybe these people are the ones that we we need to to engage with when it comes to either developing our career or you know building our team now as as i finish off this podcast the other thing about you know promoting content that works 
so, so well. You, know, you go onto Amazon and they've got Kindles and they've got all sorts of things, you know, uh, PDFs that you can download. We love to consume PDFs. We live in the knowledge age, as I've already said. Now, what about having a report that's available for people to download on your your website. That might be a a candidate-specific report that's going to help them or a client-specific report. And that report can be shared across every single social platform going uh, very inexpensively. Obviously, you can use paid advertising as well. You can send it out to your your email database. People click links. They can go and and read the content. You can get a name and email address. All of this makes a huge difference in being able to um, pull people over the line in giving them the information that they need that helps them make a value decision. Now, you know, for many people, oh, God, I couldn't create a free report. It's one of the things we do with our, our people on Superfast Circle because you know we create free reports and templates for them that they get every month, so they've got the marketing collateral there that they uh, they can use. Now, if you depending on the size of your organisation. Um, you know, you may be able to write your own content and use it that way. Uh, if you can, strongly suggest that, that you do. People love reading reports. They need that valuable in- information that you can get them. So I hope that this has made sense for you um, because often people, they say, well, I don't know where to start with marketing. And one of the first things we always say is get content out there because that is a really easy and quick way for people to find out about you to get a sense of your brand to get a sense of your service it's relatively inexpensive you imagine doing those direct mail pieces you had to do years ago or you had to spend god knows how long on the phone making calls to try and get a few meetings and these people were ice cold at the other end of the line whereas now you can have your content out on social media in front of i mean we've got some people um who have like 15, 20,000 connections on LinkedIn. Well, imagine that you've got all that information there and you've got all those people that then you can actually get your brand out in front. So, but the critical thing is it's about promoting your marketing. It's about promoting what you do. It's about promoting all that marketing collateral that you, that you have um, that you know raises and elevates your brand so that when you pick up the phone and speak, oh, yeah, 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 I've seen your stuff on LinkedIn. Um, the number of our clients where this happens to them now, that just it just elevates them in their clients' and candidates' minds. So this is Denise. Um, today, slightly longer podcast today, but it's an important one as well about, you know, how to use content, how to leverage it, the multiple ways that you can do that and and some of the results you'll get. So um, see you next week. 